Well, it's a pleasure to welcome Lodebeck Mayer to the show today. Um, he's a partner at Baker McKenzie. Um, Lodebeck, thanks for joining us. Great to have you. And now we're chatting um, in the midst of a really interesting um, report that, that Baker McKenzie has uh, developed, which is actually on the new dynamics and specifically shifting patterns in Africa's infrastructure funding. Now, this is a big ticket item. Infrastructure funding, development, support um, is critical, but it's slightly lacking at the moment. Maybe just give us the top line findings. Um, I'm sure it's not a pretty picture right now. Yeah, thanks, Evan. So, you know, we've been talking about, um, you know, the infrastructure funding gap uh, in, on the continent for, for a very long time. So, um, you know, despite the, you know, the, the high numbers in, you know, in, in 2014 of about 100 billion in deal value, that's dollars. Um, and as recent, you know, if, if you, it, it's declined from 2014 to 2019 to about 55 billion. And then astonishingly, um, in 2020, uh, it dropped to 31 billion. So, um, you know, it's, 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 it's remarkable how the investment levels have dropped within the context of a huge funding gap as it relates to infrastructure development that already existed uh, within the continent. And of um, course, COVID having an impact in the last year as well, obviously. That, that's yeah, I mean, I think exactly right. I mean, COVID um, and the pandemic, had, you know, it, it closed borders, it stopped trade other than for essentials. Um, and uh, it, 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 it was it was a it, it was without any doubt uh, the the principal reason for the decline. But having said that, um, mm. also you know if you look at the um, the levels at which uh, economic activity had slowed in in in, in major economies uh, like Nigeria, um, uh, but also in South Africa. So the two two major contributors to to GDP. Within the continent, it had a massive slowdowns in, in economies. So, also partly because of COVID, but also partly because of you know the drop in commodity prices and, and just general economic activity that had declined. And of course, the bigger concern, of course, is that the bigger economies of Nigeria and South Africa are the hardest hit, and that has a, a, a kind of spiral effect through the continent, right? Yeah, I think that's right. You know, although I mean, we're seeing green shoots. You know, so um, we we're seeing activity picking up in Nigeria as commodity prices, uh, especially you know, the oil price have have, have come back up. Um, in South Africa, we've um, you know there was recently the announcement of Sabania's six and a half billion uh, yes. dollar infrastructure uh, investment in in South Africa. Um, you know, we, we, we're hoping that in, within the IT sector and, you know, the, the, the export sector, things are going to pick up, but it's still, it's off a very, very low base. Yeah, and of course, um, something interesting there as well was China's role in infrastructure funding. Of course, we know the crisis, uh, you know, the nucleus of the crisis was, was there in, yeah. in China. They seem to have recovered quite quickly and some surprising findings there, right? Yeah, I was. Uh, I mean, it is surprising. Although, you know, if you look at it, look at the numbers in in twenty nineteen, the uh, you know Chinese banks um, invested about two point eight billion, uh, or, or supported transactions to the value of about two point eight billion. Because you've got to make the distinction between 
you know, the export finance support and, um, you know, direct investment. But, but, you know, the number is what the number is. And that's, that's gone up to 3.3 for 2020. Uh, but again, from if you look at the 2017 numbers, you know, China spent 11 billion. So, so from 11 to 3.3 is, is again, it's, it's, it's a major decline. But they are by far um, the, the biggest investor uh, on the continent still. Um, there's, there's, uh, the data doesn't, uh, shows that, uh, you know, uh, without any doubt. Of course, a lot of uh, talk at the moment about uh, becoming slightly more insular, localization, controlling uh, input prices, et cetera, in, in South Africa. Um, we're seeing some concerning signs where, you know, you want 100% local product development. But uh, some of the findings here are showing that um, outside investors are willing to put capital in. Is that right? Am I getting that right? Countries like the US and, and the UK? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting to, you know, that... I mean, it's it's a topic all by itself, but um, you know the the one is there is a need for for um, countries to 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 start developing infrastructure and production um, for for its own needs. There's 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 very little doubt doubt of that because you know most countries and. Uh, even even South Africa's are, are, are net exporters of of raw materials, you know. So um, beneficiation is 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 always a good thing. Mm. Um, as for the US and the UK, uh, very interesting. Um, Post Brexit, um, we are seeing the UK investments uh, coming into the continent. A deal was announced last week for a major agro processing company that operates across the continent. Uh, where the UK um, has provided a major funding line, um, and then you know we're going to we're waiting and seeing what the Biden administration's is, is position is going to be. I think it's going to be much more favourable than what we saw under Trump. So um, you know where US Exum uh, is going to to be supporting you know infrastructure development because even you know the, the, the major thing is that. You know, if you want to if you want to improve trade or the working capital cycle of a country, you've got to have the infrastructure, and that is what is lacking. Yes, so, um, you know, it's 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 really really important that we continue to attract uh, foreign investment um, and not get too hung up about um, you know just domestic production. And where is funding most needed? Um. Transport, you know, um, movement of goods, um, IT or data. You know, uh, here we are talking on on, on Zoom. Um, data has become a really, really critical part of of um, uh, the services economy. Um, so, you know, it's 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 really important. And then, you know, education and healthcare. Um, I would say those those are the those are the critical areas that require investment. Commercial banks, of course, have the money, and I know there was a big fund, you know, five hundred billion, etc. Um, not a lot of that has been spent. I mean, uh, are commercial banks coming to the party when it comes to lending? Look, I mean, they've been slow. I mean, the international banks have withdrawn, uh, especially in the commodity financing space. Um, you know, has, has has pulled out. Um, 
banks are, are, are managing their liquidity and their current debt positions. So, you know, we're not seeing that much activity on, on the commercial banking side. But where I do see um, uh, quite a bit of activity coming through is on collaboration between development finance institutions and, and, and local banks. For instance, you know, a bank in Malawi may require credit lines for to support, uh, you know, SMEs on, on, on trade credit lines and would borrow that money from a development finance institution um, and then deploy it into the into the, the trade value chain. So effectively creating liquidity uh, on the short term cycle um, of, of, of the funding but borrowing it from from a development finance institution. So, so they they uh, you know people are getting getting um, a little bit more inventive in, in the way that they structure their their, their deals. And and I, I'm encouraged that that banks are, are are looking at alternative sources of funding to raise liquidity. Well, that's fabulous, Lodovic. Thanks for the time. And that is actually the nub of this report: is new dynamics shifting patterns in Africa's infrastructure funding. And I think you've captured some of that there. Um, certainly um, a, a powerful uh, report on what's happening out there on the ground. So thanks for the time. It's been great chatting with you. Thank you, Evan, and uh, keep well. All the best.